What is good, Divine Pill family? Listen, I'm going to knock this one out because I was just recording the last um, podcast, but I want to invite you to join me for the next two podcasts because those ones I feel are going to be high fire. But um, but I made, it's funny how sometimes the subconscious, you will say something, but I was, uh, you'll probably see by the title, if it took me hearing it from a man, a yet again, um, to basically seal, you know, put the, be the last nail in the coffin. Um, and that's okay. Cause I want you to hear the progress and the growth. Um, if you've been listening with me throughout my journey, I think at one point I understood, and I could say that even when I was in my early twenties, I would have probably fallen for the 50, 50 type of relationship started to get a little bit of understanding, you know, as I got older, that the masculine is to be the protector and the provider and bring the finances, right? And that includes financial security. It shouldn't be 50-50. I have some um, pretty animated podcasts just fighting the idea of 50-50. But where I really was legit struggling was the idea of me finally being in a position where I don't need a man financially, right? Financially independent. And so um, I, I kind of knew what was going on. I allowed myself not to be too frustrated because I, I kind of could see, you know, that this was going to take me some time to kind of get to where I needed to be and what I think is considered to be healthy. But um, you heard me kind of joking about, you know, me not wanting to share my assets and kind of feeling some guilt with saying like, well, okay, so we'll do a pillow fight in Paris, you know, I'll book my own flight, I'll do my own, you know, first class, I'll meet you there, I'll book my own five-star hotel, but what we're not going to do is I'm not sharing my money with you, right? And um, kind of identifying with with how some men feel that they don't want to to share their their money or their assets or or be the financial provider, right? I've talked about one of the the guys that on and off. I'll listen to some of his content. He has a good sense of humor. He's a smart guy. Um, but um, his whole thing is like, why should I have to pay for the date? Just because I have, you know, an external body organ, does that mean that I have to pay for the date? And he'll say, um, I have been on dates and I just don't find them to be worth the squeeze and type of thing. And I'm thinking, I'm, you know, <laughs> let me, let me, let me be, let me be sweet. <laughs> let me not be too naughty because I want to have a little bit of energy for the next other um, podcast. And so... But at the same time, after I did the podcast, in my mind, I'm like, he really wants to be a woman. Like, he doesn't want, he wants the same pretty privileges that I have, right? You ask me to the date, you invite me to the table, but you don't want to pay. And then you're going to go on this whole rant about, you know, just because you have the male parts means that um, you don't think you should have to pay. Well, you know, for the younger ladies, I would say, you know, your comeback for that too is he can't birth children either. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> right. So there's that part. Um, <clears throat> and and uh, trust me, this is not going to be the last time that we're going to talk about this subject. But um, 
one of the moments that helped me turn around, and this is within the last 72 hours, right? So I've been struggling with the thoughts of what that means and what does it mean for for a man to still show up, um, you know, in a traditional way where he's my protector, my provider, my hero, my prince in uh, my knight in shining armor, and to still, you know, buy me the nice things and to still provide for my shelter and to still, I think I mentioned like buy the nicer things or just things, you know, um, invite me to experiences that I've never seen before. And um, yeah, just buy like the nice things, like just do the things that you would say if, if and when I was making less, right? And so, um, one of the, within the last 72 hours, I, I've mentioned to you guys, I've started to listen to Universe Guru. I highly recommend that you listen to her if you kind of struggle with the idea of what it means to have a, um, uh, you know, a man show up as your hero, to show up as a provider um, that's comfortable, you know, with that role. I have been consuming her content. I love it. It's very nice. But on one of the things that she said in one of her community posts, and I had heard this a while ago. If I say I had heard this three or four years ago, it's possible. Um, Kind of helped a little bit. But I think that, you know, as with anything else, you start to understand the meetings and what it means on the grander scheme of things. And one of the things she said is, he brings the money, I bring the honey. And um, I was listening to the audiobook. Do I still have it on my, um, I know I took notes on it, but the name of the book is called, um, how to have confidence and power in dealing with people by Les Giblin. And I believe it's chapter 10. He starts to talk about it. It It's 10 or one of the chapters after that. He talks about the role of the woman, you know, how, when a man is, up for promotion. Actually, he said for both. He said for men or women, but he said that it's known that, um, you know, the higher echelon, you know, like the real serious people who are into promoting for business, right? What they will do is they will usually um, invite that person who's up for promotion. They will invite him and his wife and her and her husband out to dinner. And what they're looking for is how the wife interacts with the uh, with the masculine. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this one with the with with the husband, right? Um, but it's it's like a two minute um, podcast, like maybe I think four podcasts back. Go ahead and listen to that one. But it was within that 72 hours, right? So it's like boom, boom, boom. Like you're going to get this message, baby girl, right? So, um, it was uh when I heard the role of the woman and how they listen to how the woman engages with her husband, that I understood what um, Mina was saying from Universe Guru on YouTube when she says, he brings the money, I bring the honey. The thing about the honey is, is there's, there's, you know, 
and it's unfortunate because I think I know some of these things energetically, esoterically, but I think that what I need to do is be more intellectual about how to articulate it. And in that process, I'm going to help more women with that too. But there's just things that women bring to the table. And, and I've said it before. I've talked about it in the um, What Women Bring to the Table podcast. And you find me struggling to try to articulate, articulate it. I know that we have a role that, that, um, but the thing is, I know it, but what's frustrating is men don't understand the role of the woman. And I think some women don't, don't ever get me wrong. I understand what the role I play, but I just haven't been able to put words to it. Right. So this is one of those scenarios where she is the honey, right? He can be the man. He can be on the job. He can be the one of her promotion. He can be showing up to work and supervising. But that added touch, the the ruby that makes her far more precious is that added interaction, right? That observation that no one else can provide. I hope you understand what I'm saying, right? She's bringing the honey like to that situation, right? And that's valuable. Um, so, okay, so, so I'm gonna try to wrap up here. So the thing that I remember, I, I remember things, I'm kind of visual, but I'm starting to learn to remember how I feel, what my emotions, what were the thoughts going through my head. And I remember like the first time I heard about MGTOW, MGTOW was last year. And I remember like you guys, sometimes I get into little giggles, but I remember it was so fascinating. I was listening and I was listening to this other guy explain MGTOW and he's telling us about how men are no longer wanting to date. They're not no longer wanting to see women. They're happy being, you know, single and, you know, not wanting to get married and whatnot. And I just thought it was so puzzling and I'm just like, it sounded so foreign, but I, I was listening, like captivated. And then I just got this image in my mind. I was like, wait a minute. So, cause I'm visual and I, I you're going to hear it and how I explain things, but it's like, I was like, so where are they going to run? Are they going to run into other people's arms? And then people in the chat started laughing because it's like, exactly like, there's nowhere to go. If you're not going into the arms of a woman, like you're going to just be on, on the board with a whole bunch of other men. Like who wants that? Right. So here's what got me. I was looking at, um, somebody was talking about, you know, there's, there's always chats and discussions in YouTube videos about the dynamics between men and women. And, um, so it was one of those videos where they were talking about men and women and, and, and that type of thing. And I was reading the comments and one of the guys said, he said, it's so funny. These women are out here buying their own purses and spending time with each other. And I started laughing and I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got the message. <laughs> I got the message, right? Um, especially when you listen to my podcast a couple of while back where I was talking about inviting for the women to just burn your, um, burn the boots, 
Let the men figure it out. I'm not finna go to war. I'm not going to get suited and booted for anything. I understand there's going to be women who are into that type of thing. I think we all serve a purpose and whatnot. Um, but as for me and mine, I, the days of, I never liked the darn boots anyways, to begin with. And so, but I said in the podcast, I was like, I'm inviting just all of the divine feminines who are into this, who are tired of having to wear, you know, wear the cape and wear the boots and still be, you know, um, criticized for being the angry black woman and out there and advocating and fighting for the rights and still being shot down and, and feeling, being, um, masculated not emasculated but being masculated and vilified for that strength and that power and being taken for granted I say pull it back pull it back and just revel in the pretty privilege and wearing the stilettos and living life and I talked about us breaking free from the camp and going into the woods and going with our crystals and stilettos right and so it's that same imagery. It's the same imagery of the MGTOW. But um, I'm going to invite you to listen to my next two podcasts because I, I have something. I'm going to call the shots on this one. And it's an invitation, but it's going to be wild. Um, tr- trust me, it's going to be good. Um, but it was that same imagery. I, I still like the idea of having the girls night out. We go out, we paint the town red and that type of thing, right? Um, and there's going to be some women who are okay with just being the girls in the in the woods with the, with the Yaya sisterhood and the crystals and just, you know, Black women in luxury living our best lives and not really necessarily having to have a, a masculine on the board. And that's okay. And that's okay. And I think especially now that this winter is here, that's the best place to be. Wait until th- things are better. Wait until spring is here. The drawbridge only comes down for the true knight in shining armor. Until then, just live your best life, right? Continue to build your, your castle and make sure it's solid, right? I'm, I'm referring to, I'm building up my mos- my message over the past few podcasts. So either you get it or or you don't know, but the content is still there and you'll understand what I'm saying. So it made me laugh a little bit. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I understand the message. I understand that we can look just as silly, you know, if we're coming across as wanting to be the the female versions of MGTOW, just all the girls with the stilettos and, and that type of thing. And that's okay. And there's phases of life for that, right? And we can still paint the town red and that type of thing. But and we can still have the conditions of of the femininity and, and when the drawbridge comes down, right? It only comes down for the knight in shining armor. Everything else, it just it gets no air, gets no play, is not allowed into the kingdom. Let that let those ones die off. Let them starve in the woods, right? And make sure you have, you know, like the alligators and the moat and the drawbridge and the snipers to take them out. Like, don't even give them any play. Don't even let them into the fortress is what I'm saying. Right? But it's conditional. And I like that kind of conditional. I think that's different than just saying that we're just going to be, you know, doing the MGTOW thing. It's conditional. The drawbridge comes down under these conditions. Must be night in shining armor. Armor. Um, tall, dark, and handsome must have his own kingdom. Better yet, must have his own own empire. And I'm a little bit different. Like me, I'm going into empress mode, and I've been toying with the idea of what it means for the princess gets rescued. 
The queen doesn't, but the empress understands how to play both. And so, but the, when you look at the contrast between the palace and the fortress and the empire, the empire is like, when you understand spiritual laws, universal laws, you have an empire, right? So I'm not just going for somebody with the king. And that's what the, one of the things, like, I don't even identify anymore as an alpha female. I identify more as a gamma female. Gamma female, and I have podcasts on this, it's about working, um, not working harder, but working smarter. I'm an intellect. I'm in my brain, right? I stay in my head. I'm strategic. I'm logic, right? Um, And so um, I'm going to be attracted to another gamma male. And I'm not going to just go for a king with the kingdom. I'm going for the emperor, I'm going for the emperor. That's who the drawbridge comes down for. But until then, I'm going to be like some type of MGTOW and heels type of a thing. I don't know. We'll have fun with it. But do you understand what I'm saying? Right? And, and so it took this guy's comment for me to understand it. Because I remember I was sitting in the energy. And I was just like, I know I can buy my own purses. I know I can fly myself out. I can flew my... One of the funniest comments I heard too is like, um, he flewed her out or she flewed out or something like, I can flew myself out. You know, I can buy the real estate and the assets and and that's good. I'm always going to be an advocate for financial independence for women. And actually, so yeah, you're going to want to check into my next two podcasts. I promise you, I feel like it's going to be fire. I think that those are going to be capstones for my message moving forward as I'm, I'm a baby oracle in training, right? I'm calling for recruits, <laughs> right? Um, in those next two messages. But um yeah it's this whole idea that you know um we're playing with the seasons here the time that i'm recording this winter is here this is not the best time to be exposing the private parts the assets the treasure you know um so winter is here right and so that means that it can mean that we're going to be just the girls with the with the crystals and the heels for a little bit um and the seasons are going to change and there's things that we do during the seasons there's things we do when we're hibernating there's things that we do you know but spring is coming so you do your your beauty regimens you study your strategies you again you're going to want to listen to the next podcast because i'm probably going to give away too much and i'm, I'm going to keep i want to keep this one kind of short too but yeah, so, but it took that guy's comment for me to understand how it was coming across, right? And the funny thing is, the funny thing is, <laughs> I've been joking about, and so I was struggling with, with what it meant for me, but I finally got it. I had the aha moment because I've joked with you guys about what it means to be independent. And I'm telling you to be financially independent and I'm telling you to be conditionally feminine right you're feminine and you're soft for the knight in shining armor everybody else gets the sword cut them off don't give them air don't give them play right so but that means you have to follow your intuition but i was joking about what it means for um you know don't be so independent it's okay to be financially independent but don't be so independent to where you don't allow space for a man to show up for you 
right? And so now we're starting to understand the balance and the scenarios. If he wants to open the door for you, let him open the door for you, right? I told, I've been training my niece and I said, you know, she's like, I can open my own own door. Listen, I said, baby girl, I know you can open your door. I know you had to open your bedroom door. You had to open the door to, you know, to get into different places and open your car door and those type of things. I know that you do it when I'm not around, but I said, you know, the saddest day is, is when a man doesn't open the door for you. I said, only the ugly girls don't get the doors open for you. And when he doesn't open the door for you, that is a sad day. And I try to illustrate it on the podcast with my divine feminines. It's like, imagine you're going to the store and he opens the, you know, reaches to open the door for you. And you decide that you're just so independent that you're going to reach into your Hermes bag, pull out a dildo, right? And you're going to have your curved version, the one with the veins, the pink one, the purple one, the, you know, the unicorn colored one. I don't know whatever fits your fancy. Some of you might go for the six inch or the 12 inch or the whatever, you know, thick and throbbing one, whatever. And you're going to reach into your purse and smack him on the hand or smack him in the middle of his forehead with and be like, uh, 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 I got my own or better. Uh, 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 I got my own. Like if you really want to take it a hundred percent masculine with it and go bass in your voice with it and be manly with it, Do you see what I'm saying? It's like financially independent. I'm always going to encourage you to do that. I'm going to continue to be a proponent for passive income for divine feminines. Passive income is about strategizing, using the mind. And again, I'm going to go into that into my next two podcasts, right? But um, it's about using your mind. It forces you to use your magnetism, your creativity, your reception, drawing money to you. And that means you have to go into your mind space to go into the Sophia, the Mayat, the wisdom of how to get money, right? Not about the muscle and the brawn. And so it's okay to be financially independent, but allow yourself to have the conditional independence. If they want to open the doors for you, let them. If they want to buy you the purses and and pay for the house and pay for your utilities and pay for the things that bring you the comfort, let him be the hero, okay? And I think that universe guru is obviously light years ahead of me on that. And I encourage you to go over there and, and join me at the table over there and feast on her content and reprogram our minds to how we view things, right? But yeah, it took, and I will, I'm going to enjoy listening the playback to this podcast, you know, because I'm documenting my growth and I'm documenting my progress. And it took, it took hearing a guy say the same thing. He was like, yeah, these women are out here buying their own purses and um, buying their own things. And it, and I understood how silly it sounded because I had the same imagery of like MGTOW. I just picture a whole bunch of men together with each other and doing what? Running into their arms? Like it just made me giggle. So I don't know. I hope that's a blessing for you. I'm going to recharge a little bit, but I promise you, you're going to want to hear the next couple of 
um, podcast and um, those are going to be game changers and that's going to be a huge I think part for me as a, as a oracle in training starting to understand the game and um, how to walk in my truth right so um, I hope you enjoyed this message. I'm going to try to remember to keep the comments open and go ahead and tell me what you think in the comments. Let me know what you what you think. And um, if there's any other imagery that you want me to to give an um, oracle on, then I'm open to that. OK, so until the next podcast, I am your oracle in training. Stay pretty and protected. Peace.